0: Welcome to the Hallmarkies Podcast. We're so excited today. We are here with another Hallmark Publishing author. This is so exciting. We are here talking about uh, Rachel McGee's new book, Beach Wedding Weekend, and we have the author, Rachel McGee, here. This is going to be a lot of fun, and I'm Rachel, and Lisa's actually here as well. Hi, guys. And Rachel, thank you so much for coming on the podcast.
1: Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Yeah, thank you. So, what we like to do for our podcast is we like to give our interviewees a chance to introduce yourself and tell us what inspired you to become a writer.
1: Well, I'm Rachel. I, um, gosh, I started writing when I was, I wrote my first book when I was 12, um, just because I've had stories in my head and have been writing since I was a little kid. So, it was just a natural thing for me. It's, um, fun to put all the stories down on paper. So that's kind of how I got into it. It was my husband who actually said, you should do something with all of these stacks of manuscripts you have. Um, and he was the one that pushed me into publishing.
0: So uh, you were awesome. always just kind of writing, uh, scribbling your, your ideas down and uh, yeah, even when yeah. you Yeah. Yeah.
1: Even when I was little, yeah. And I could um, see something and even now I'll be someplace and think, ah, this would make a great story. Uh, And then the characters and stories just start to kind of fall in place. Um, So that's where a lot of my inspiration comes from. Trips that I've been on or places that we visited or um, crazy people that we sit next to in the restaurant. (laughs) So if you talk too loud, I'm just telling you, it might at some point make its way into my book.
2: That's amazing. Like, so are you more of a plotter or do you wait and let the characters tell you? No,
1: I um I am a plotter. Yeah. yeah. I tried the pantser method once. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it it was a train wreck. I ended up <laughs> nowhere. And you kind of look at it and think, where do you go from here? So I am a total plotter. I sit down with um and, and I'm an old school plotter. I sit down with a stack of note cards and write it all out on these note cards. Oh, wow. um, and then I have stacks of note cards for each book and uh, with pop points and things get scratched sh- out and names change and I go back and change them in my note cards. Uh, so that's that way they can kind of move stuff around or if something just doesn't work, you can throw away one, but not all of them. And um, awesome. so old school note cards with a pen.
2: This is Mm -hmm. my favorite thing to ask writers because I'm just so fascinated by the journey it takes from the idea to the, you know, and and how people like process it all. And so do you ever find when you discard like a note card, do you ever keep anything for maybe use on something else or you're like, it's over. I'll never use this again.
1: No, I, um, yeah, I keep them. Sometimes they, um, ideas turn up in other books. There are characters that have turned up in other books. And really one thing that happens when I'm writing is um, as secondary characters start to develop, they always end up with their own story. Um, So a good example of this one would be uh, Sasha kind of evolved as the book went on and as her character became more developed to now I'm dying to tell the rest of her story. Oh, so is we'll that a hint? How long goes? It's right. not that's, okay. maybe. that's amazing. That's amazing. That's <laughs> amazing. But all all three of the friends, anytime I develop a character, all of a sudden now they have a really interesting story that I need to tell. So yeah, definitely those um tossed away note cards go in a special place and sometimes get pulled back out for other things.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Okay, cool. So did you have particular books that you loved to read growing up that you were a particular fan of?
1: I, uh, I'm a big fan of Jane Austen. So I think I was the only one in high school English that thought, yes, let's read Pride and Prejudice again and Sense and Sensibility. And I would read these things for pleasure. Um, not just when they were assigned. I liked, um, I like a lot of the American authors, like I love F. Scott Fitzgerald.
2: Um,
1: but I also love, you know, I've always loved romance. I've all I like cozy mysteries too. Mm, too. Um, and I was a big fan of the public library. I was just, since we're in town this weekend, um, where I grew up, we just passed the public library that I used to go to as a kid. So I was showing my husband, that's where I used to go. We'd walk down <laughs> here in the summer and pick out all of our books. So from a very early age, I read a lot across all kinds of genres. Oh, that's awesome. Romance kind of always was one that resonated with me I like the happy endings
0: yeah you definitely weren't the only one who liked uh, Jane Austen in high school I uh, I this was actually I think when I was 17 uh for during winter break I first read uh Sense of Sensibility and I was just like Mm. this is such a great book I love it and I read the the main ones over the next like two months Mm Mm-hmm. Them. I think I read Pride and Prejudice next, and then Persuasion, and then uh, and then Emma and um, yeah, and then I sense and sensibility was the first one, but that was the one that first drew me in. So <laughs> she's so well, great. sense
1: and sensibility is still my favorite, Jane Austen. Yeah. I like Emma too, and Pride and Prejudice, but I like Sense and Sensibility.
0: Yeah. It's so good. It's mm-hmm. it's so I don't know. It's just, it builds this character so well and you get an arc, even these like little small characters Mm -hmm. and you just understand their motivations so well. And you wouldn't think that you could understand the motivations of characters with such a different society, but I totally do. And that, I think that's Mm -hmm. what makes her, her writing so timeless.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And I like that for the most part they end happy, which is always... Something that I like yeah. in a novel because, you know, real life is sad. Sometimes you want your stories that you're escaping to, to have a happy ending. Everything yeah. works out.
0: Yeah. It's Especially. no Ethan From. Yeah. <laughs> like that. You're just oh. like, why did I read this? This was so depressing. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sometimes I have to rewrite those stories in my head. there are yeah. stories that I'm like, well, the ending in the book was wrong. Let me tell you how it really ended. <laughs> yeah. They
2: amazing. They
1: don't-
0: they don't. They don't crash in, at the. Oh. Uh, at, at the, bottom of the hill. It was
1: all a dream, and they woke up and it happened. Yeah, that's
0: afternoon. right. Yeah. <laughs> so what? So we know you like happy endings. That's part of it. But you've written four four novels. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Four novels. So what do you like in particular? Maybe aside from, in addition to, the happy endings about particularly writing romantic novels. do you think is fun about it
1: I love the characters I think it's fun to watch somebody fall in love um and I love the strong females uh, and romance kind of centers around the strong females that always kind of find themselves in tricky situations and can navigate themselves out and I love that aspect of it and um I love the the female relationships, all the friendships is a a fun part to talk about. And all of my stories um, have those really strong female friendships in them that are fun to celebrate and talk about.
2: Yeah, I mean, I know we're going to talk about your newest one in a minute, but I will Mm -hmm. say that was one of my favorite parts was the closeness of all the friends there. You know, I always worry in some of these that there's going to be some sort of temporary side story rift and it makes me so sad it makes me so uncomfortable but these these girls all just really love each other and even the guys like even the guys they get roped in I just I was one of the parts I really enjoyed
1: Mm. oh I thank you yeah I think the um the four friends in this book are really fun Uh, and that was one of my favorite parts of writing this one were those friendships
2: you could tell yeah so
0: how did you end up writing for Hallmark Uh, did you just submit your
2: your book or I did.
1: Yeah, I am one of the ones that submitted on an open call um oh, and funny. and it caught Stacy's eye and she gave me um a call. So I actually received the call from Stacy from an open submission. So I encourage anyone that is has a story that they want to submit, it does happen. They find you from the open submissions and it can turn into a book.
0: And the cover's sometimes,
1: gorgeous. So, like, sometimes I look at it and think, "Hey, that's mine. I did yeah.
0: So did you have to change it around for writing for Hallmark, or did you, or did you write it with Hallmark in mind?
1: You know, I wrote it. Um, I'm a huge Hallmark fan uh, and have been for years. I watch their movies all the time. Um, and so I wrote it thinking that's kind of just my genre. It's a natural fit. My other novels kind of fall into those same category of just um fun light-hearted sweet romance uh and so it it felt right to to go with hallmark so kind of i have it in mind for hallmark there was um i mean we went through edits and we changed a few things but for the most part it's uh it's the original book that was in the the open submission
0: very cool that that's that's really fun i just wondered because i felt like there, it was a little bit more. We'll talk a little bit more about this, but I felt like uh, it was a little bit sexier than a typical Hallmark book. Is I don't know if that's Ooh. the right word to say, but I don't know. I just really enjoyed sort of the dishy descriptions of <laughs> Aiden and his hair, or like Brody and all this. I that you did a really good job little with. scandalous, yeah. So it, it, just a little shit. bit. I don't want people to be scared off of it, but no. it was just a little bit more dishy than the other ones that I've read.
1: Yeah. It, um, it was this dishy from the beginning. So apparently it can okay. be a, <laughs> I think that, um, there were, you know, Aiden is just, uh, kind of lends himself to that. I think from the very beginning, Stacy wanted to say, I want to call him sexy, but we can't. So let's find other words because <laughs> yeah, to- he just kind of is in the yeah. book. And so that's a fun part. I think I- he is um, my favorite character male character that I've ever written. Um and so it's real fun to see him kind of come
0: to life in the pages.
2: Yeah, for sure. Okay. So
0: but why don't you tell us and the listeners a little bit about Beach Wedding Weekend is the name of your new book. Mm-hmm. Then why don't you tell us a little bit about it?
1: And um, it is the story of Paige whose ex boyfriend comes back in town. She was pretty convinced that um, he was the one that she was gonna end up with, but he has a new girlfriend. And they all are going to this um, beach wedding um, for the weekend at the same beach that they've all been many times before. Uh, and, and she comes up with this plan to try to get him back by making him jealous. So she fakes um, this relationship with her friend's brother, Aiden. Um, and they go into this weekend thinking or acting like they are together. And in the midst of acting like they are together, they realize that maybe there have been some feelings there all along. And and that's really who she wanted to be with
0: from the beginning. And those fake fake relationships will get you every time. Oh, every time <laughs> they're
1: just so fun, aren't they? The fake relationships when neither one of them see it coming.
0: Yeah, why do you think that's such a, a, such a, f- a fun trope in, in romantic comedies? Why do you think it works so well?
1: You know, I think it's that um, I think it's that the reader is in on the secret. That maybe they even know before, they know what's going on before the characters know what's going on. And so it's always fun to have the inside scoop, to be the one that knows the secret and to watching them kind of figure it out. Um, that's what's
2: fun for me about it it is for me too because it's almost like you start to when you know that they're going into a fake part of it for me personally um I always feel like they're the characters are a little bit more um freer a little bit more playful because there's no stakes at the beginning and they're just like oh we're just doing this for fun and so all these little cutesy moments happen and these little cutesy like date type things and Mm -hmm. they're just kind of being free and there's no you know like do they like me do they not like me you know and so um, because it's all fake, and so as the yeah. reader, you keep picking out all these moments that you're like, "Oh, shut up! They're starting to like each other, and it's all <laughs> fun." And it just kind of ramps up, and you're like, "Yes, it's happening." yes, yes.
1: it does kind of take yeah. the risk out of it in the beginning because there's nothing, you know, to lose, right? Because right. she's got something else going on, and I think it being out of town, taking the um, romance somewhere that's not on their home turf, kind of helps with that too. So having a fake boyfriend and a vacation on top of it. I think they really are both a lot freer than maybe they would be right. in, a, in a normal scenario. So it's fun to kind of see that.
2: And can I ask you real quick while we're talking yeah. about location? Yeah. One of the first things that drew me in on the first like few pages was that it was set in Texas because I'm a native Texan. Oh! So, so are you? I was going to ask, are you from Texas?
1: I am from Texas. I live Yay. in the Woodlands, north of
2: Houston. Okay, good, because I was like, because um, the descriptions were making me laugh because, I mean, there are certain times of the year, you just, it doesn't matter how well you try and get ready, mm-hmm. it's all going to mess up as soon as you open that door. <laughs> yeah, so, so there
1: might be um, some personal experience
2: yeah. in some of those,
1: <laughs> especially when uh, there's a scene kind of towards the beginning where Paige is all dressed up trying to impress him and she gets out um, in heels <laughs> and has to walk up five flights of steps and her the humidity's just killed her hair and yeah there might be an actual place that those stairs exist in a time when that humidity might have happened
2: oh I was gonna ask you that is this is the is Hilltop based on any place in Texas
1: you know yeah it's um there is a resort that um my family goes we meet some good friends uh every year and uh hilltop is loosely based off of that with the big it's in the texas hill country it just has big sweeping views that are gorgeous and breathtaking um but there are hills so you've got to walk up them in the woodlands we don't have hills so this is different for us to see the big sweeping views um so yeah it's based off of kind of a combination of a lot of places in the Texas Hill Country.
2: That's awesome. That's where. My if husband you're listening like.
1: out there and you've never visited the Texas Hill Country, you should put that on your.
2: Yes, to go, go when it's blue bonnet season because it'll take your oh, breath away. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Hmm. Yeah,
1: and yes. there's not a lot of humidity in March, so Great. it's even and it's cooler. Yeah. You won't have the problem that Paige had.
2: I just loved <laughs> it because it was cracking me up. You were like, "Who picked these longhorn orange dresses?" and I was like, "I know exactly what she's <laughs> talking about." And that would have been me because, yes, I, w- I grew up a huge Longhorn fan. So I was like, that would have been me making people wear those dresses. Did you
1: have orange wedding? I mean, bridesmaid no. dresses in your wedding?
2: Well, I had orange in my wedding, but it wasn't Longhorn orange. It was... Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. And there's... Unless you're a Texas fan, burnt orange is just a special color. It's yes. just... So I think putting that in a wedding just...
2: is just... <laughs> even though I'm not- a huge Longhorn fan, I always have been since I was little... I would never actually choose burnt orange as my <laughs> no, <laughs> it made me laugh when you put it in the book because I was like,
0: <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I think most, uh, well, a lot of brides are intent on making sure that their bridesmaids look not as good, as <laughs> so yeah. I think maybe bright orange world. might be the way to go. <laughs> <in that department. laughs>
1: I have to say that is not that was just my imagination. I've never actually been to a wedding that had eight bridesmaids dressed in burnt orange chiffon. But you know, if that if you are listening, and that is you, then I think, send us a picture
2: because we'd yeah, like yeah. to see it. Then send me pictures because yes. yeah, I'm in. <laughs> if, you
0: have, if you had any school colors as your bridesmaids dresses, let us know. We want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More You know, too. I'm it's in good. Fort
1: Worth right now um, with my family and TCU is here and their colors are purple and white which would make lovely bridesmaids colors if that's the route True. you're trying to go.
2: So, so I don't know if
1: you're picking a college, maybe that's a criteria. What would make good bridesmaids dress colors? Yeah. <laughs> <Well, laughs>
0: You gotta get an MRS degree when you go to college, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, that's where they all met their best friends. So you might yeah. at some point have to stand in somebody's wedding and burn orange. So I don't yeah. know, could play into your yeah. factor.
0: That's <laughs> right, that's funny. Okay, so I, I think the three main characters, at least that stuck out to me, you have Paige, Aiden, and Brody. And so I was gonna ask you, like, how did you come up with these characters? Were they uh, based on people that you know? or they maybe you want to admit, I don't know, <laughs> you don't want to admit, <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, and what do you kind of think is special about each of these three characters?
1: Um, okay, we'll start with Paige, because she is, my, um, stories usually start with, um, with the female lead, just because I think that's who I, um, usually the first scene starts with her, and so that's kind of where I'm coming from. She, uh, I love writing stories about weddings. Um, and so just having a wedding coordinator, um, sounded fun and I've done that in books before. I've had wedding coordinators, but never, you've never seen them coordinating the wedding. So I thought this would be fun to see that and to kind of, um, see her doing such a great job doing weddings, but not really succeeding in her own life. Um, in that romance department. So kind of, you know, she's great at planning it, but not great at doing it herself. So that's kind of where we were um, at the beach. Um, and I saw a wedding and I thought, man, it would be really fun to write a story about a beach wedding and kind of the aspect of the people behind it. Uh, so that's where Kane and Paige came in. I like her cause she's really, um, positive and things don't get her down. Like a lot of things get thrown at her and she kind of just goes with it. She's able to um, change with things, which is, which I like about her. She's happy and fun.
2: Um,
1: Aiden came up because I needed somebody for, for as planned as Paige was, I wanted him to be as the opposite. He's, Um, doesn't commit to anything he's carefree he's really laid back there are never plans she's always early he's always late Uh, so he just kind of came naturally from um, what would be opposite of Paige. and his occupation because he's a little different he's a um, an entrepreneur who starts businesses and then sells them so he has no commitment at all Uh, and that did come from a couple we have a couple friends who Um, do things like that. And it just intrigues me to how you could start this really successful business, come up with a great idea and then let it go um, Hmm. when the time was right. So that's kind of kind of where his inspiration is. Um, Oh gosh. And Brody, we all just need somebody that we love to hate. Uh, And so that was kind of Brody. He's really pretty from the outside, but man, there's not much else going on there. He's kind of Hmm lost um and say, I think you can see kind of really towards the end um that he's still looking for for things and maybe needs a little, little more help than he thinks he does.
0: Yeah I mean I didn't really see Brody as a villain type character did you Lisa?
2: Well not until the end until the car ride there was a and I don't want to give it too much away because you know I want people to read this and think have their own experience with it but there was a certain thing that he said in the car ride when I was like, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. sir. <laughs> no. Yeah, he, I just
0: wasn't, I was, he wasn't a good match for Paige, obviously. Right. Yeah. yeah, no.
2: And not that he was a bad guy. Just, yeah, I don't think he was ready for anything real. But, yeah, for sure he wasn't right for Paige. I just... Yeah.
1: I mean, think he like, was, uh, he could be tricked into... Um, cause Paige and Sasha are different and he liked them for, you know, he kind of changed himself to be with them. So he needed right. to, to kind of figure out who he was and, and what he wanted, but yeah, he was
0: pretty to look at. So that
1: was, which I hope comes across in the book. Cause in my mind, he was very handsome. Yeah.
0: He needs <laughs> to be the, the, the guy who's in love with business, at the beginning of a Hallmark movie. And by the end, he will be reformed. He just needs yeah. his own arc. It'll be great. He
1: does. Maybe he needs his own story. Yes. we me think, I think on so. that. We'll get him squared away.
2: Because okay. yeah. <laughs> he seems like the kind of guy who's just not, doesn't want to be alone.
1: Maybe mm-hmm. it's not so
2: much he's like super in love with love, but it's just like, I always have a girlfriend. And then the moment sure. he yeah. really doesn't have a girlfriend, he's like, oh, what do I like to do? What do I like to do just on my own? And maybe... He finds out how he likes to do things and then he meets someone.
1: Yeah, maybe I need to get my note cards out. We could start plotting it right now. <laughs>
2: <That's> great.
0: <laughs> well, and why do you think that Aiden is such a commitment phobe? What do you think he, do you think it's just a matter of just kind of, he hasn't quite grown up until he realizes that he has something more in I, a relationship with Paige? Or why do you think he's so afraid of it?
1: That's a good question. I think he, um, I think there's that element of if you get too involved, there's um, more risk of getting hurt. And he is pretty fun and carefree and doesn't want the drama or the pain. And so as long as he's not committed, things are fun and carefree and he can walk away when they're not, uh, he's not involved in it. But um, I think he realizes at the and that um that sometimes walking away has its own pain attached to it and really he's been missing out by not committing to different things so hopefully that's what he learned going through his uh journey with Paige
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah I mean and then Paige uh you know she wasn't just like sort of a boring workaholic uh she like you've seen a lot of these uh these in- Movies and she she didn't just give up everything that she had for a guy, which I appreciate. So I don't know. I feel like her her transformation was pretty nuanced. I think.
1: Yeah, she. Um, I think she just found who makes her better. Which I think that ultimately, when we fall in love with the right person, that's what we're looking for: is somebody who makes us the best version. Of ourselves. And so Paige really didn't, she didn't have to give up her job. I think she probably is better because of um, Aiden's influence in her life. And so that was, I think that's kind of fun to see her, not really, her arc was just kind of finding the right person that made her the best version of herself.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you mentioned that you love the beach. Was that fun to sort of write a story on the beach and capture oh my that? gosh! Yes, that is so fun.
1: Um, I I have loved the beach since I was tiny. And so, yeah, it's a big escape to get to write about being on the beach. And there are a lot of times that I thought, man, I wish I was there and not here in my living room writing, <laughs> writing this. Um, but I think the beach is really calming and I love the sound of the waves I love the sand I love the way that you know it feels when the sun is warm and shining on your skin and so a lot of that comes in to this book and write and writing that so it was really fun to create these scenes and expand on these scenes because I a lot of times could feel like I was there as I was writing it which hopefully comes out too that you can you'll feel like you're there while you're reading it
2: It was amazing. Now, were you talking about a specific place in Florida? Like, were you thinking about specific Florida beaches? Is this one of those things? Because a lot of people, you know, in the South, that's what they do. They just go this way to Florida. So yeah, that's something you guys always did or?
1: Yeah, my mom is from um, Miami. So I, uh, we grew up going to Florida several times a year to visit family, always in Miami. Um, It wasn't until I was older that we started going to the Florida Panhandle because it's a little bit closer to Texas. Um, mm-hmm. You can actually drive there. You can't really yeah. drive from Texas <laughs> to Miami. Uh, and this book is actually set in the on the Florida Panhandle. Um, and it was from, yeah, it, I used an actual place. Seacrest is an actual place on okay. the Florida Panhandle. It's off of 30A. And it was, I had gone on a trip with some girlfriends and it was, gorgeous. The place that Mm -hmm. we stayed um, is the inspiration for the place that the girls stay in the book. And we had that same balcony that looked out over the water and you could see the dolphins and the sceneries um, swimming down there. You could, the beach was gorgeous. And so it just, even when I was there, I thought this needs to be in a book because it's Mm -hmm. that beautiful and breathtaking. And so that was really I had pictures lined up as I was writing this so I could really pull from those actual images of being there. Yeah, Yeah,
2: it was almost like its own character because you felt super there, which was awesome. I just, Mm -hmm. you know, and I don't mean to keep bringing it back to this. It's just growing up, you know, the closest beach for us was Corpus and that sand is brown and the water is green. (laughs) It's not (laughs) like beaches (laughs) in other places. So I was always like, Whenever somebody describes a beach, I'm like, that's not how the beach is. (laughs) But yes, in regular places, yes, that's the way the beach is.
1: (laughs) Well, and the Florida panhandle is even different because they have that like sugar white sand. It's powdery and just soft and oh, gorgeous. Yeah. I actually brought home from there um, two water bottles full of sand on the plane, which that's real fun to go through TSA with. Oh. (laughs) So that I can put like, I usually have a candle display with shells that we picked up and that that white sand because it's so pretty. That's
2: a cute idea. Mm -hmm. Okay. Maybe Mm -hmm. I'll steal that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love the beach. Nothing will make me happier. Even though I haven't been in quite a while. I just, even just thinking about it. I love the beach. I love the ocean. It's just so calming and so peaceful. I love being in the water and just feeling the the roll of the wave, mm-hmm. and I, I, it's the best. I'm with you there. <laughs> so, and I thought that whole the whole scene with the dolphins was really fun.
1: Okay, so that um, that was a fun scene, and I I have actually experienced that with um, we went kayaking with a few friends. Not the pod was not that big, and there was okay. not a baby, but <laughs> I, oh I had kayaked with the dolphins, and they are just such amazing animals. So, yeah, that was, that seems really fun. That was fun mm-hmm. to write and fun to wish I could do again, or to that magnitude.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's too bad you couldn't uh, just ha- have a trip to the beach just as research, you know. I figured that'd be a good thing or writing a beach book because would be like, <laughs> I, can, I, have to, I have to go because I need That's my short. research. <laughs>
1: i agree i think maybe i need some follow-up research just to make sure i I did it right
0: yes you need any assistance (laughs) (laughs) let us know (laughs) so very cool well it's always kind of i i really sorry i really enjoyed also the dancing scenes i thought you did a really good job sort of making those scenes really palpable and the tension and the and the chemistry uh, really well done. And, uh, I just, was, was, were those scenes fun to write the dancing scenes? They were
1: really fun to write. I like when the, um, emotion starts to really ramp up. Um, and that scene, uh, the one scene in particular where things kind of start to shift and Paige realizes that, okay, maybe I, um, um, have been looking at the wrong person the whole time. Uh, that I think that whole scene was just really I wanted that all the emotions to be running through there that excitement and kind of the nervousness and um, kind of the fear of what if I leave everything I thought I wanted behind and go with this new thing. Um, and so bringing all of that in and even the heightened awareness of being on the beach with the waves and um, the lights and everything that came, the sand, I kind of wanted all of that to be bringing all of their senses of what they were going through. So yeah, that was really fun to write and kind of imagine. And that's where it's fun to be an author because, you know, I can make it sound really great. I don't know that the acoustics on the beach would really be all that (laughs) great in real life. Maybe the sand would kind of get annoying, but in the book it's nice, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah
0: definitely definitely fun so if you were going to cast if they were making a hallmark movie off of Beach Winnie weekend and you were going to cast it off of our uh, hallmarkies uh actors our hall stars we like to call them uh who would you pick for your main three roles do you have any ideas oh, gosh. Mind?
1: no and you know i look through them all the time and think oh you know she would make a great page and then i'll watch another one and be like Oh no, that's Paige, and then so no, I have no, um, I have, I have kept that my mind from going too far into
2: casting it. But what do y'all think? Who would you? Because I have ideas.
0: Yeah. Oh, tell us. Okay. okay. For sure. You go first, Lisa.
2: Okay. So for the for Paige, all I kept thinking about because she's so bubbly and she's so like happy and tries to make the best of everything. I kept thinking of Rachel Boston. Because she's so cheerful, and she's so quirky, and I could just totally see her now. And then for the guy, for Aiden, um, I kept thinking about Steve Lund. Oh, you'd be good. He's so tall and dreamy, (laughs) and he can play that really, like, um, not really, like, tied down anywhere, but then Mm -hmm. he has that really good way of looking, like, super, like, swoony. Mm -hmm. So. These are all very professional terms I'm using here. So, I-
1: <laughs> no, I think definitely um, swoony is required when yes. casting Aiden. We sh- they right. should put it on their
2: list. Okay, that should be an official word. Yep. Okay. So those are who. Wow. And then as far as Brody, uh, I didn't get that far. Okay.
0: <laughs> I think I would have Marcus Rosner play Aiden. I think he would be perfect Mm, I like that that
1: choice too he would be
0: perfect because he's always played the other guy for so long anyway he's just started the last Mm. couple of years to get some of these leading roles but I think he would fit it perfect yes
2: and he's really good at being flirty like
0: yeah yeah Mm. (laughs) he would be really good and then I thought maybe for Brody I might have Peter Porte might be fun yeah, very, he very handsome. But I think he could kind of pull off the more... he. I think he could do the sort of the more unlikable traits without making him an unlikable character. I think he could do it. And I don't know. Paige is a little bit trickier. I think almost any of the uh, leading ladies could pull it off. Um, but I think it would be interesting to see Marcus and maybe Danica. Danica's, oh, and like,
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, I, haven't, I haven't 100% decided on Paige, but I think Rachel Boston's is actually a brilliant choice, and I think she would have good chemistry with Marcus.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. It'd be fun. Be so we them. should
1: call Hallmark and tell him.
2: Yeah.
1: It. Right. They should just go ahead and make it into a movie. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, I also do think Paul Campbell would be a great Aiden.
2: He would be wonderful.
1: Um, too. I do <laughs> like him. Yeah. He's a, he is doing a
2: movie sure. with Rachel Boston. That's right.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> we can check out their chemistry. Yes, yes.
2: and they're starting <laughs> a film in Florida. So see, it's all just coming yeah. together. Yeah.
0: I, I also thought of a little bit. Maybe Merritt Patterson might be good as Paige. We could kind of see that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we've got it. We got it ready to go. So their summer okay. night movie <laughs> next year. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I think wonder. they could do it
0: yeah I think so.
2: summer nights or it could be a june wedding yeah oh you 're right,
0: duh. It could be a June wedding movie. it would actually be a good one unlike on, most of them <laughs> um, so that 's a lot of fun and if you guys read if you 're listening and you read the book and you have your own casting suggestions, let us know in the comments we 'd love to hear that would be really fun oh, yeah. so we like to end our interviews with what we call the team beat questions these' just our silly. Little fun questions that Amber found in an old issue of Team Beat. So,
1: <laughs> here all right, give them to me.
0: Ready? All right. What is the best ice cream flavor?
1: Well, mint chocolate chip, clearly. Mm.
0: Okay.
1: I mean, in the book, they have different ideas, but mint chocolate chip.
0: Yes. Okay. Good. What we is your favorite color? Favorite favorite,
1: yes. Green.
0: Oh, very on brand. That's good. Okay. <laughs> what music are you listening to right now? Oh, um,
1: I right now Ed Sharon is on the top of my playlist. Um, and um, I'm kind of a summary here, so I'm kind of throwing some reggae
0: in there right now. Ooh. Wishing
1: I'm at the beach. I'm trying to get through my yeah. Night, right?
0: Yeah. Very good. Very good. Okay. What is your go to date night food?
1: Oh gosh, uh, tacos! Mm. God, is that a date tacos. night food?
2: Yeah, it's an anytime food.
1: Okay, it's always tacos. The right
0: <laughs> of. Yeah, tacos. Yes. All right. What is your go-to date night activity? Ooh.
1: Well, it depends on if we are in um, the woodlands or if we're on vacation. Which is normally at the beach. My favorite date activity, if we're on vacation at the beach, is stand-up paddleboarding. Okay. I like active dates. Yeah. Uh, if we're going to a date night in the woodlands, we usually have dinner. It's
2: mm-hmm. kind of
1: boring.
0: Yeah, maybe. You yeah. can go, go out and have tacos and talk. It sounds good to me. Yeah. I know.
1: Do you have kids? <laughs> I do have kids. I have a 12-year-old and a 9-year-old. So anytime See? we can have adult conversation right. and nobody interrupts me, I think it's like a solid win of the night.
2: Agreed. Yeah. So, yes, dinner is awesome when nobody's saying, Wait, can you get me water? And you're like, Yeah, or or (laughs) cut
1: this up, or can I eat your taco? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I'll trade you my chicken nuggets for your taco. And you're like, Yeah, I told you to order the taco to begin with. (laughs) They want some chicken nuggets.
2: (laughs) Okay, good. We're on the same. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) All right,
1: dogs or cats? Oh, gosh. That's an unfair question. Um, I like them both. And one of my children loves dogs and the other loves cats. So I feel like I would be choosing between. So I'm going to have to go with both on this. Yeah, all right. We'll allow it.
0: Yeah. We'll allow pancakes. it. Okay. Beaches or mountains? I think we already maybe know this. Cle- clearly beaches. Yes. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, do you like being in, getting all of, in a fancy dress or being at home in your sweats?
1: Oh, fancy dress. Oh, fancy dress! I love being in my sweats too, though. But I don't know, it's fun to dress up with, yeah. you know, the fun fancy shoes.
0: Oh, yes. are you a big shoes person?
1: I I like the fancy shoes if I'm getting dressed. Yeah, yeah. With the heels and all pretty. Yeah.
0: I'm just not a very talented walker. That's my only struggle with those
2: fancy shoes.
1: Yeah, yeah. And But you don't have to be. Did you read the book? Sometimes bad things happen in shoes, but it's okay. It will all work out. It all work,
2: yeah, it's fate.
0: That's true. I forgot about that with the shoes. That's a good point. Um, all right. And what is your favorite holiday to celebrate? Oh, Christmas. Yeah.
1: I'm like very, you know, hallmarky over here. Like fancy yeah. dresses, the beach and Christmas.
0: Well, what is your favorite Hallmark movie? This is very difficult.
1: Oh gosh, um, I can only pick one. <laughs> you can you know, use your really, interview. You
0: can you can pick as many as you want.
1: <laughs> my favorite one that um, that maybe just came out. I really liked Love in a Bottle.
2: I oh love yeah, it. it's really
1: yeah. cute. Um, I think. Um, Girl in Paradise was Um, a kind of a fun one because it was different. It was very different than what they do a lot. So I think that would be on my top list.
2: And Christopher Palaha wore dad clothes the whole time. And I was like, yep. Yeah. I'm into it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, It was just, oh, and I love that she was more adventurous and athletic than he was. So there are a lot of things about that one I thought were really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You saying that it
0: makes me realize that Jill Wagner could be Paige. Oh,
1: yeah, I really like her, and I thought about that because she can be, you know, peppy and
0: yeah. adventurous. She's a she lot. She would get she, in a I, kayak. Yeah, that would be yeah. fun. I, I, i watch that. <laughs> yeah. And, so maybe it's true for you. The, the Hallmark. I just died laughing at their ad campaign for bottle with love. And they were like, Is, you won't watch a better movie this year. I'm
2: like, what? What's going on? <laughs> I
0: didn't think it was cute with the
2: bottle. and the, was, yeah.
1: I don't know. It was a fun one. Every once in a while, I'm like, oh, that one just uh, burns my heart. But what was my daughter was just has been watching one this week that she's told me was her favorite. Um, I can't remember which one it was. They just all kind of. Yeah, run continuously at our
0: house. <laughs> mm. I no, can't
1: remember her favorite.
0: Do you have one at Christmas that you always just oh, like yes. have to watch? Let's see. Um, you know,
1: there, no, but I just have to watch all of them and then they come back on and every time I'm like, oh, this was my favorite. You're right. Um, and then the next one comes on and I'm like, this is my new favorite. Yeah. Um, I like the one with the shoes this year. Yeah, that one was really good. Yeah. yeah, um, and let's see, what is what would be my other Christmas favorite? I can't. That's unfair too. I can't
0: pick a Christmas <laughs> favorite. You're thinking, It's funny. We we were talking uh, a couple weeks ago with uh, Esther Hatch, a different author, and she was saying she she get get in the cycle, and you you watch one, and then another one starts, and you're like, oh, this is really fun. And then you watch before it, I your whole know. day is gone. You, yeah. you have to be careful
1: and then they do that really mean thing now where they put classic moments on there and you're like you're right that was a classic okay now yes. I'm gonna watch that one yeah which yeah. is I mean so you're yeah, yeah. so then you're all you're on. watching are Christmas movies you know, know and I'm it's doing. May yeah. so
0: right <laughs>
2: Well, well, we in, keeping us glued they know yeah, exactly they, now. Yeah. they know
0: well this has been so much fun talking with you I really appreciate you coming on and and tell everybody where they can get the book and when it's available and all of that fun stuff
2: oh and yeah sure. do you have any events coming up for the book yes
1: you know there will be some events you can find all of that at my website um so go over there and you can find everything that's coming out you can find uh, the book will be on Amazon. Which does anybody shop anywhere else? Um, <laughs> you can get it there. It comes out uh, May fifteenth. You can also get it at Barnes and Noble, BarnesandNoble.com. It'll be in ebook, um, paperback, and audiobook. So whatever is your favorite way to enjoy a book, we've the Hallmarks covered
0: that's great and do you you, can you share how people follow you on social media all that fun stuff
1: sure i'm on um twitter it's rachel with two l's underscore mcgee um and i'm on facebook so you can look at my rachel mcgee author facebook page um those are the two best ways to kind of stay up with what we're doing
0: great and And we've got
1: a, a lot of fun beach and wedding themed stuff that Will be around coming up on there. So if you're a beach and wedding person,
0: ooh, oh, we'll have a that, lot of that, fun stuff that includes most of the Hallmark audience, I think.
1: Sure.
0: Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, very good. We'll have all that in the description section. You guys should check it out. Make sure you're following Rachel on on social media. And Lisa, where can people find you?
2: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Girl Gone Hallmark
0: rates and you can find me at rachel's reviews all over social media and on itunes and youtube and make sure you're following the podcast at homeworkings pod all over social media and if you're listening on itunes if you can give us your ratings and reviews Really appreciate it if you are watching on YouTube. Give us a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. We really appreciate that as well. And if you are interested, we have our Patreon that we've just set up. That uh, is a way for you to get some perks and benefits and have a little bit of fun with all of us on the channel. We certainly appreciate anybody who can uh, can support us on Patreon. So we'll have the link down if you want to check that out. So thanks so much, Rachel, for coming on the podcast and. Uh, we're really excited. If if you guys read the book, let us know what you think. And uh, in the comments or on Twitter, we can talk about it. It'll be really fun. And uh, yeah, we will have to talk again. Uh, We'll have to talk again soon. Uh, Bye.
1: Bye. (laughs) Thanks for having me.
0: Bye everybody.